Nation. Ladies and gentlemen of Lafayette. The Hammer Down Show with Jared Jesolitis is Lafayette's number one sports show. Yes, I'm excited! He totally went to Jared. The voice of Lafayette Sports. The cream of the crop! Nobody does it better. Send us your thoughts on the text line at 765-447-4080. Now go to that voodoo that you do so your chance to win these tickets Saturday night 8 o'clock Mackey Arena Purdue and Indiana oh I know you want these tickets I'm it hurts me to give them away I I should be taking them uh, no I don't do that I give them to you guys you want to win them here's what you do you know the drill text boiler up 765-447-4080. That number again is 765-447-4080. Text it in. That's your chance to win. Purdue, Indiana, men's basketball, Saturday night, sold out. Mackey Arena, you want your face in the place? This is your chance. So uh, text boiler up to 765-447-4080, and that will be your chance to win. Let's get started, like we always do. Need to know news time. Here's your need to know news. Big Ten men's hoops last night. Rutgers upsets Maryland on the road, 56-53. IU upsets Ohio State on the road, 76-73. Minnesota, well, they upset Michigan State at home, 59-56. None of those games impacted Purdue. Or the race for the Big Ten title. However, tonight, a little bit different. And, quite frankly, I was shocked to see how many ins were blown away by the fact that if the Big Ten tournament were to start today, Minnesota would be the four seed and get a double bye. They're six and five. They're tied with Northwestern. Northwestern loses tonight. Minnesota's fourth. Wildcats are favorites at home, hosting Nebraska. Minus six and a half. Meanwhile, Wisconsin is at Michigan. And we're talking a five and a half spread in favor of the Badgers there. Pacers last night, 132-129 over the Rockets. Siakam with 29 points. Turner with 21. Halliburton with 18.7 assists. Now the Pacers sweep their two games with the Rockets on the season, and they host the Warriors tomorrow night. Bulls 129-123 over the Timberwolves in OT. Colby White had 33 points, as did DeMar DeRozan. Bulls hit the road to Memphis to kick off a four-game road trip tomorrow. Blackhawks are back in action tonight. That large road losing streak still intact after the All-Star break. This is their first game back from the break, and they'll host the Wild. The road losing streak still stands at 20 right now, but uh, they have five straight at home. 
Next road game is the 19th, and then they have another five after that at home. So they get Carolina on Monday the 19th. If they fail to win in Carolina on the 19th, they have to wait until March the 4th until they get another chance to break that streak. The last time they won a road game, November the 9th. So you're looking at, if they don't win in Carolina, you're looking at losing from the beginning of November to December to January to February to March. That's almost four months without a road victory. That's insane. We mentioned at the top of the show, or not the top of the show, the end of the show yesterday, but uh, Jim Ursay. Seems to be on the men. At least that's what he tweeted out yesterday. Said, on the men, grateful for all the messages of love and support. Stephen Holder of ESPN says that while staffers do have access to his Twitter account, he did, in fact, tweet that out. Back on January 9th, the franchise released a statement saying that he was undergoing treatment for a severe respiratory illness. It's unclear uh, if he's been released from the hospital at this time. This is after he was found unresponsive in his home on December the 8th in what authorities described as a suspected overdose with a police officer administering a dose of Narcan. Scary stuff. Good to hear he's doing better. Meanwhile, the franchise is making some moves. Shane Steichen is bringing an old buddy Alex Tanay. They work together with the Eagles. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN says that he is leaving the Eagles for a job with the Colts. And uh, The Athletic is reporting that he'll be the team's passing game coordinator. Meanwhile, The Athletic also reporting that the Colts are hiring Justin Hamilton, former Tennessee assistant, as their assistant defensive backs coach. Hamilton uh, did uh, a nice little stint over at Virginia Tech before that. There you go. Got today's Need to Know News for this uh, Wednesday, February the 7th. All right. Last night, Ohio State. What did you do? Here I am fretting about Rutgers. And we took the seven and a half points. And we probably, I mean, we should have just taken the money line. Oh, my goodness. I told you, they got Williams back there. They look different with Williams. Out the gambling suspension. So you feel like a genius there. And then you just sit around and go, what the heck happened in Columbus, they blew an 18-point lead. Oh, absolutely brutal. But you know what? That's okay. We're going to get back after it tonight. We're going to see if we can find ourselves some winners. Um, I Two games tonight. Northwestern and Nebraska. Look, here's the thing with that. Nebraska hasn't won a road game in how long? They've not been good on the road. Yeah, they can get hot shooting from three, but they're coming off a little bit of a short rest in an overtime game, as is Northwestern. And I got to wonder if fatigue doesn't set in a little bit there. Six and a half still feels like a lot, but you do know how good Northwestern is at home, right? So if you feel the need for the action there, obviously you're going with Northwestern. It's the other game here that I feel like is a slam dunk, and that is Wisconsin at Michigan. 
And it's a little bit scarier to take that five and a half than you realize. Because I'm sure you saw that and you're like, hammer, let's go. Look, Wolverines have led in nine of their 11 Big Ten games. They're two and nine in those games. What scares me there is that they're actually good enough for a good chunk of that to make them games, but then all of a sudden, they flail down the stretch. The one game they did win at home, they shot lights out against Ohio State. They were 12-23 from three. For a team that shoots, what, 36% from three? Fab Five was in attendance. Yeah, they got that whole little boost. Wisconsin's too good for that. Wisconsin lost two hard games. They're looking to take it out on somebody. Five and a half seems like a blessing here. But I am watching, and this is a great live bet spot, I think, for you. You want to check that out. But that's where I go at here tonight. There's nothing else that really jumped off the page to me in terms of anything else going on. I'm not as versed in the rest of the uh, of the NCAA. But if I do see some spots that people tell me about, I look into it a little bit more. But I, I didn't find anything tonight. And it's going to be light, but that's the one. I mean, how, how can you not like that? It, it feels like stealing. It's one of those where I feel like it, it, it looks too good to be true almost, and I'm sitting around going, okay, what did I miss? What did I miss? But yeah, how could you not how could you not like Wisconsin on the road at Michigan looking to get back right, stay in the hunt? Michigan 7 and 15 now. Yeah, they get Doug McDaniel back. That gives them a chance. But for in order for them to win that game, it look, we talked about this in the Wisconsin matchup with Purdue. They are in like the 300s in defending the 3 Wisconsin is. You can hit the threes, but you got to have the personnel to do it. Can Doug McDaniel do that? Absolutely he can do that. He is capable. It's the rest of the team that I don't believe in. And even McDaniel himself only shoots like 34% from three at home. It's not great. This is just not a team that is built to take advantage of what Wisconsin does poorly. So yeah, I'm on Wisconsin. I feel like that's the good role there. We're good. That's who I want to take. I'm closing in on a Super Bowl bet. Like I've been doing the research here. We're going to come up with one. Uh, hopefully tomorrow we'll start rolling out some player props and things like that. Get you ready for the Super Bowl this weekend. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I, I've been on the Kansas City Chiefs, and I had a. I had a moment here this week where I, I'm just. I'm worried because too, too much is lining up for the Chiefs. Way too much, to the point where it's just like. It seems a little too good to be true. 
I mean, every little ridiculous stat that I've seen, teams that one team travels east, one travel team travels west for the Super Bowl. It's always the team travels west wins, the waxing moon thing. Well, the Chiefs in this spot, San Francisco in this spot, all the Taylor Swift numerology. I've been inundated with so much stuff, and everything always ends up pointing to the Chiefs, which is usually a terrible sign. We're going to get in some player props. Even if we, I may just have to stay away from the spread. Maybe it's just the player props that I'm doing. But we'll figure it out. We're going to start rolling those out here tomorrow and Friday. We'll come up with some good stuff. All right? No problems. We're all good. All right. Don't forget, still got these Indiana-Purdue basketball tickets Saturday night in Mackey Arena. I know you want to go. Get out your best ear plugs. You're going to need them. That's going to be loud. Text Boiler Up to 765-447-4080. That number again is 765-447-4080. And uh, let's just, uh, let's roll. Let's get you these tickets, all right? We'll draw out a winner at the end of the show. That's Boiler Up, 765-447-4080. And you can have some Saturday night plans. Troy Lewis bobblehead night. What more do you want? <sighs> Look at these texts coming in. I love it. All right. Boiler up 765-447-4080. That's how you get your chance to win them. We'll come back. More Hammer Down Show next on 1017 The Hammer. Welcome back. It is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. Uh, don't forget your chance to win those Purdue Indiana basketball tickets for Saturday. Just text Boiler Up to 765 447 4080. That's your chance to win. We'll draw out the winner at the end of the show. All right, we're over to the Blue Fox Heating and Cooling Hammerhead Hotline, and softball actually kicks off this week, and they're on the road down to Athens, Georgia, to take on uh, a couple of teams. Coach Maggie Verzotti is on with us here, brand new head coach of your Boilermakers. Uh, Coach, great to have you back on here. We talked to you back in June when you took over this position, and uh, the thing that I took away from that conversation that we had, very ambitious and detailed plan that you had laid out for us about where what you needed to do and where you saw this program going. It's been seven months here, roughly, for you to get that plan in action. Tell me a little bit about how the implementation has been going. Do you you feel like you're on time right now? Um, I'm sure there's been some hiccups along the way. Talk a little bit about that journey from when you got uh, the job and your plan there and to where you're at right now as a team. Absolutely. I think when when we talked last, I didn't even have my whole staff hired yet. So a lot has happened uh, for sure since June. But I'll tell you that um, my, my coaching staff, my operations, and the players have been phenomenal. Um, just buying in and, and understanding what vision we have for this program, and, and they've been working nonstop from day one. So uh, although seven months may not be a lot, I feel that like we accomplish it a lot in that amount of time, and by no means I think we're going to be done growing and learning by weekend one, but we're definitely ready to compete. Was there any kind of, you know, t- taking over a job like this and, and you want to establish your culture in these points here, did, did you have any moments along the way where you felt like, I don't want to say it's a misconception, but maybe uh, you visualized, hey, we're going to be able to do this, but then um, you, you, circumstances kind of, they, they taught you something uh, a little bit different from what you thought you were going to be able to do to maybe what the reality of the situation is. Was there any kind of hiccups like that? 
Yes and no. Um, you know, I'm somebody that always reminds herself to do the best I can with the with the resources and the opportunities that I have in front of me. So, yeah, it's obviously challenges come up and, and things like that, but I, I don't feel like I have been held back uh, by any means. And, I mean, a lot of people have, have said some things, you know, uh, mentors of mine of, like, pieces of advice. And uh, I remember Hutch, Carol Hutchins said, I'm going to tell you one thing, you're going to plan your day and it's never going to go as planned. And she was definitely right about that. So I'm enjoying every day having this plan and then just kind of going with the flow and, and adjusting as the needs um, come up. We're talking with Purdue softball head coach uh, Maggie Verzotti here on the Blue Fox Eating Cooling Hammerhead Hotline. They're down in Georgia this week for a uh, uh, what uh, around five matchups here, which I, I don't understand how you get that much softball in in a weekend, but you guys definitely find a way uh, to do that. Let's talk about your squad here a little bit. Uh, I know you got a uh, tremendous freshman that has come in, and Ashlyn Campbell. She's been named to the uh, Softball America's Freshman Watch List, somebody to keep an eye on here. But uh, talk a little bit about your squad. What is it early on, you know, through fall ball and, and in your spring training here, what is it early on that you've noticed about them? Do they do one thing particularly well? Do they have a calling card yet, so to speak? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about pitching first. We have six pitchers, and how we afford playing five games in a weekend, definitely you need six pitchers, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but they have been really great about perfection or, or perfecting, rather, what they already have and really uh, understanding what their strengths are and trying to, to play to those strengths. So I'm excited to see the pitching staff competing on the mound and, and helping each other, complementing each other with the things that they have to offer to the team. And then our offense, I mean, hitting-wise, we, we made a big emphasis. We always say uh, be on time and be in position, right? Be in, be, be in a position where you can drive the ball and, and make something happen and where you can handle uh, the strike zone, right? Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to be in a, a lineup that can only hit one pitch and one speed. We want to be able to handle things. And, and once we were able to do that, then we can create better plans, right? Understanding and that has been the case for, for, for example, Junior McFadden. Olivia McFadden was saying that this year she feels like she really understands what she's good at and, and she has a better understanding of how to handle what she's maybe not as good at uh, once she has two strikes. So I think we have seen a lot of growth mentally in the box and, and allowing players to create plans that fit what they have to offer and what the strengths are. How does that feel as a coach to have a player express something like that? Like, I finally feel like I understand. Like, I finally feel like that's me. What's that feeling like when you have a player come to you and tell you that thanks to your tutelage? Uh, that's pretty fulfilling, right? Like, that's, yeah. as a coach, that's, that's what we're here for. That's what we work every single day and show up for them for those moments where they have those aha, like, I get it. Uh, moments and yeah, I mean it, it's awesome. It really is great that in six or seven months we were able to put them in a position where where they could come up with that, right? Like it's not necessarily all our coaching. Like I said, they have bought in from day one, um, and this is just a way of showing that. We're talking with Coach uh, Maggie Verzotti here on the uh, Blue Fox Heating Cooling Hammerhead Hotline as softball gets ready to start their season this weekend on the road. Uh, you know, every good program, I think every good coach, and uh, we have goals, right? We, we have them, we write them down, individual, team. Um, obviously, you have a vision for where you would like this team to go. Uh, you, you can't win a national championship this weekend. 
uh, obviously, but you, you want to build along the way. You want to build towards uh, those things. So talk a little bit about the goals that you guys have here, uh, not just for the uh, first part of the season, just early on. What are you looking for? How are you going to measure the success going forward here uh, early in February and into March? Yeah, I mean, since I got hired and, and once I was able to build my staff, we we have been talking about uh, creating a culture and building a, an identity of play that where success is a consequence of the things that we do, right, and not mm-hmm. accidental. So that is big picture goal. Now, long term, I mean, not long term, sorry, short term, um, we want to make sure that we are we're playing true to that identity. And sometimes, you know, like maybe we don't win every single game. But if we are able to continue to um, empower players and remind the team and put them in a position where they can execute that vision, that identity, I think long term we're going to get that success that I'm talking about as a consequence of, of plan actions and, and, and a plan being developed and whatnot. Um, so we just want to do that, right? We want to be ourselves. We want to play the, the way that we want to play and we want to, um, yeah, put everything out there and see what we get and continue to get better game after game. Talk a little bit about some of the opponents that you're going to be taking on this weekend. Uh, Murray State, South Dakota, and uh, Georgia all on the docket uh, this weekend, weather permitting. Uh, what stands out about some of those clubs uh, and uh, what areas are they really going to challenge your team? Yeah, um, Murray State, they're pretty scrappy. Uh, they they were good last year. They I feel like they find ways to make things happen, so it's going to be a good first uh, game for us. Just, they're going to be ready, and so are we. So I'm pretty excited to see that. Uh, they're returning two of the three pitchers, so they're going to have some experience on the mound. But, again, I think it's going to be a good challenge and a good opportunity for us to, you know, uh, put in play what we have been practicing. South Dakota, similar in the scrappy side. They they should find a way to, to make things happen. They have two pitchers with pretty opposite characteristic, one that can go down, one that kind of goes up a little bit more. Um, so it's just excited to, to face them for sure. All right, Coach. And then uh, what can you tell me about Georgia? Sixth-ranked team in the country there, uh, so they're probably not any slouches. Tell me a little bit about that matchup too. Yeah, I mean, there's no secret that Georgia can hit and they can play at a really high level. Like you say, they're ranked sixth right now and, and they make it to Super Regionals last year, but we're up for a challenge. We are always up for a challenge, and I think it's great that we get to face them early in the season uh, so we, we can see, you know, how, how good we are right now. And we're going to go out there and, and put, it, put a team in, in, in a strategy that is going to put us in a position to compete for, for, for both wins. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it's a fun challenge, and we're going we're gonna to have fun with it. We're going to um, compete hard, and, 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 like I said, it's a good test for us. I'm so excited for you. I, I, I tell you this, uh, our last talk was fantastic that we had back in June, and anytime I bring up your name around athletics, people work in athletics, the, eyes, the, the eyebrows go up, and they're like, oh, you don't understand just how impressive – of a, a woman she is, and I, I just, and these are people that I really admire, and if they're telling me that, uh, boy, I, it really validates uh, my initial impressions of you here, and, and this conversation does that just again, too. Coach uh, Maggie Verzotti, again, softball is going to be down in Georgia this weekend. Uh, if you got the SEC ESPN Plus, you can catch Saturday's game at 3.30 against Georgia, as well as Sunday's noon game uh, in Georgia, sixth-ranked team in the country. Uh, this is a uh, great opportunity for the Boilermakers to make a little noise early on here in the non-conference season. Couldn't be rooting for you guys any harder, Coach. I always appreciate the time. Best of luck, safe travels, and I hope you uh, come back here with some W's for us next week. 
Thank you, Jerry. I appreciate it.